Hello and welcome to special edition number 10 of Headline Heroes, a comedy podcast where we take today's headlines and create a comic book origin story, usually. My name is Drew Mick. I'm Nathan Haynes. And, no and I'm Tanner, Tanner Ackerman. Oh, didn't know you were doing that. All right. <laughs> no, what are you talking about? <laughs> you mean you mean Tanner here with both of us? Oh, yeah, I see you. Hey, Tanner, what's <clears> up? <throat> hey, oh, oh, no, my house is blowing away. Be right back. Oh, shoot, oh. His, house, his house blew away, I guess. His house is gone. Oh, look at that. Oh, that, yep. Oh, there, I saw him go by in Minnesota. Yep. Ah, oh, fuck. Well, so I guess, um. Guess it's just you and me? Yeah, I guess we'll just have to do an episode by ourselves. Ah. Which wasn't the plan initially. So I'm that gonna wasn't throw out all, these all Great ideas I had for superheroes. So next week when I don't have any good ones, that's why it's because I threw them. Well, out. I don't think they're going to work next week because it's kind of a weekly thing. <sighs> fuck, you're right. Fuck. Sorry. Oh no, yeah. Drew, are you no, don't leave me. I can't do this alone. <laughs> if you die and Tanner's house flew away, I'll be de- I can't do this. The podcast is dead. You can't do this solo? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I- I've got v- bad allergies right now, and I'll do the best I can. Is but yeah, no no Tanner. So it's just it's just you and me out here, and, and we're gonna do something a little different. Mm-hmm. Well, not really but different. Also a little the same. A little the same. Uh, let's. It was a while ago. It was yeah. probably back in March, I want to say, that we had a streak of special editions, and you and Tanner did one together where you watched a uh, an episode of The Simpsons. I believe it was Radioactive Man or something like That's that. That's correct, yep. Millhouse House becomes, well, Radioactive Man comes to film a movie yeah. in Springfield. Yeah, and you guys watched that and did some commentary on that, so we thought it'd be kind of funny since I'm such a Simpsons head myself. That uh, if we did one, that's the Simpsons together, right? Yeah. Yeah. Except mm-hmm. that was a joke. I, I, I didn't really watch the Simpsons. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't really. Yeah, I wasn't really. That wasn't a part You're of my childhood. You're a real simp, simp nut, which is what we all, which we, what we call ourselves. That's disgusting. Listen, don't kink shame, okay? <laughs> this, is, this is a safe <laughs> space right. for us. You're right. So yeah, Drew, uh, Drew, of course, you know, the episode we watched is You Only Move Twice. It's an yeah. episode from season eight. It's the second the, episode of season eight. Actually, one of the better seasons, as I understand. Mm-hmm. It is actually very good. At, season eight, as you know, kicks off with uh, the second part of the uh, "Who Shot Mr. Burns" episode. So, oh yeah, it was a, which is I, I have to imagine it was among their most watched episodes. I have, I, mm, I may have seen that one. I mean, it was one of those like. It kind of, I, I mean, okay, granted, I was, let's see here, five years old when this aired, so I certainly wasn't watching it at the time, but my understanding was, like, that episode, it was it was sort of like the the, the season finale of Friends. Yeah. Like, even if you weren't really a Simpsons fan, like, you at least knew what was happening, because it, it was uh, like, I don't know, it was, I mean, maybe I'm uh, uh, just, even I maybe had I'm heard biased. Of it, and I, correct me if I'm wrong, also, spoilers, wasn't it Maggie? It was Maggie, and yeah. they did have actual clues in it that were pointing to Maggie itself or herself. And the, and they, they so I've listened to the episode commentary on um, all the episodes for at least the first eight seasons. Uh, and so they do talk about uh, the stuff they put in there. And they actually did have one guy. Somebody guessed it correctly, but they could never like and 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 like pointed out the evidence. So it wasn't just like, oh, what if it was Maggie? It was like, here's it's Maggie. Here's why. But they could never get a hold of him. Like it was on a forum post or something. So yeah. But that's not why we're here to talk yeah, about. No, yeah. Uh, 
Like, I mean, we could talk about that one, but that's not the one we watched. We only we watched "You Only Live Twice," which is, or sorry, "You Only Move Twice," which of course is a reference to the James Bond film "You Only Live Twice." Um, <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, this is probably one of my favorite episodes, and uh, I just thought it would be a fun one for us to watch. And I know yeah. you, you. So, um, Drew, I guess right off the bat, what you, I mean, you said you're joking. You're not a huge, huge Simpson fan. What did you think of this episode? You know. It was um it was fun. I and, and what's more is like I was kind of surprised it kind of had a moral to the story at the end of it. But maybe I'm getting ahead of it. Yeah, you bit. know um hmm, I mean yeah, yeah, I mean you know you're always really good at like reading into reading into like the hidden meaning. So like I'm excited to see what what the moral was that you sort of picked up on. Yeah. But um, we'll get there, I'm sure. But so yeah, so so like last time when Tanner and I were doing it, I think we just like dove right in and just sort of started talking through the like basically just what happened in the episode and then just sort of having a laugh at some of the jokes. Is that yeah. Is yeah, let's about do right it. for let's you do this it. time too? Yep. So uh, we open, of course, on uh, on Springfield and we see Waylon Smithers uh, walking down the street. That, of course, is Mr. Burns' uh, like, assistant at the the plant, uh, oh. Mr. Smithers. Oh, weasley guy. He's a what? He's a what? Is, isn't he kind of? He's, what, is, what do you mean by Weasley? I don't know. He's, got, he's always got that like, does he, well, he, he's got, I don't know. He's got that like snide voice, right? Meh. Ah, uh, Mr. Mr. Burns. Yeah, like that's that. what I yeah. mean. Oh, okay, yeah, that's him. Uh, I guess, yeah, I, yeah, we, yeah, I guess. If that's what you mean by Weasley, then yes, <laughs> that's him. Okay. Um, I sort of always attribute the word like Weasley to me. Always seems like sort of like slimy a little bit, like sort of. Yeah. like... Yeah. No, that's not what I mean at all. He's a perfectly nice guy. Um, <laughs> Mr. Burns is more the Weasley guy. I don't know. Yeah. So uh, he gets a li- a limo pulls up while he's walking to work. Uh, and singing a little a little song. You remember that song? He's kind of singing to himself. It's 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 it's, it's blinking. You miss it, but it's there. No, remember I it? did not catch. I thought I must have blinked. <laughs> yeah. What did I tell you? Eyes open. Get that or uh, Clockwork Orange device, and you watch this whole episode. And you, you watch and and hear. You 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 hear with your eyes. No, what was the song? I didn't. Oh, he sings this little like song about how he. I work for Monty Burns. Monty Burns, and he's very happy about it. Hey, you know uh, which is it's hard to of, get like good, you know, like you gotta like what you do, you know. Mm-hmm. And he clearly does because a limo pulls up and offers him a job at a new place called Globex Corporation, and he turns him down several times, and then he gets flustered and he says, "Um, what what is what's wrong with this place? Can't somebody walk down the street without being offered a job?" Which was funny because like. Yeah, it's, it's, sometimes it's hard for people to get jobs. It's funny because, boy, that's really not the case. Am I right? Yeah, <laughs> so Ooh. right. Oh, yeah. Job um, searching kind of sucks. Wish that would have happened to me. Happily yeah, employed well, now. Now you're safe and secure up in the city. Up, up yeah. Yes. So uh, they are, of course, dejected. And they the people who offered him the job because he doesn't want it. And so they go into their little file folder and they look for, well, who's the next most senior person at the plant that we could hire? Uh, and smash cut to Homer telling his family that he has a new job, and he and he's very excited uh, about it because he can get better get better uh, pay and better healthcare for the family. But it does involve moving to a new city, and but Homer's excited because he says this is get him one step closer to his uh, his dream that he's sort of embarrassed to talk about. Do you would do you want to say what is what his dream was? Uh, something like folk singing, singing of some kind. Um, well, it, it hmm. 
You keep bl- you keep blinking, I guess. But you're <laughs> you're like vaguely close in that he he wants to own the Dallas Cowboys, and I guess the Cowboys are in Texas, so like they were known that's... for singing. Mm-hmm. So they liked singing down there. I yes. Guess. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, so he tries to get them. I'll, I'll, I'll move a, a little quickly through this. He he tries to get them to watch this promotional video for this place called Cypress Creek that he wants to move, and it's it's funny because uh, there's it. it goes through this video of people, these two people saying like, ah, looking at this rundown town, like, wow, why look at this place. It's awful. Why can't somebody make a town that works? And then they said somebody did. And so it shows all these buildings being like renovated and made new. Like it'll like show the end of <clears throat> the old building. And then it'll like sort of blur into a new building or, and then it, so it does that a couple of different times, like old ramshackle thing to a coffee shop. And then it shows a homeless man and it turns it into a mailbox. Gotta say, one of the, one of the, like, one of a, well, no, I I laughed out louds a few times, but this one really sticks out. I really laughed out loud at that one. I think it's really funny, just because, I mean, it, I don't know, it's as true as it was then is, is today, like, people, like, just the idea that, like, people are, I don't know, just, it's so callous about homeless people. Yeah. I don't know, it was just good. I mean, that's not good, but the joke of, like, yeah, people would be so happy about there being a fucking mailbox there. I was, (laughs) I was, um doing something with uh my job and like at one point i was working with someone and we were scouting a location and he was just like yeah you might want some security uh to help you know keep the uh any pause he's like yeah characters out of here and he's like looking across the street at someone who's <laughs> i was like oh geez <laughs> character that's characters. that's about the kindest way to say it i guess yeah so they look at this thing this montage and they agree it's probably sh- better than where they live right now. Um, they decide so like they they try and sell their house, and but no one wants to buy it. But who do, like do you remember who comes to their door to try to kind of fuck with them at that one part? Uh, Burns. No, sorry, did you uh, you cut out there. You said Apu, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apu comes and he does a little bit where he's like, he pretends to be like he's like I don't actually want to buy your house. I just want to look through all your shit and like look through your magazines and then not buy anything. A little leave. little weird of a poo to do that. I feel like he's always the helpful one, but Yeah, I think he's just sort of th- sick of people's shit, you know, coming into his quickie mart and just not buying anything. Oh yeah, that's a good revenge. point. I didn't catch up on I didn't catch that. So one one little other thing uh is so they they ended up actually just saying, well, we're just going to say our house. They put a big sign on the front of their house that just says abandoned because they figure even if they sell the house, they can't pay for the mortgage. So they start packing up all their stuff in a uh, in like a U-Haul kind of thing. And they, they actually talk in the commentary about how it's actually ha- the hardest part of – and I think we can sort of relate to this a little bit. The hardest part sometimes about writing is coming up with like weird names, like weird knockoff names for things. Yeah. Like you can't say U-Haul, but you can't just say like pull box. Like you can't just – you know, it, you have to come up with sort of a funny – u-haul adjacent name or like brand adjacent name which i think is good is, is hard for us to come up with names for stuff too uh yeah, so they were they i remember they were actually the... pretty happy with what they named the u-haul equivalent did you did you catch it well uh, just uh, along with that that's why i have a, a a great appreciation for bob's burgers and their intro mm, dude, <laughs> yeah. like how many mouse puns can you have or rat like, puns well you got the place next door that always yeah. just has a a different business and then you have that car that drives by the van like I the exterminator or something like and that and the burgers like damn we just watched yeah. an episode about how bob can't think of a burger name and i was like 
I don't know how the writers do it all the time. Do you have the Bob's Burgers cookbook? Uh, I thought you did. We I'm, do. Maybe we I'm do. thinking of someone else. I think we do. That sounds like a thing that we have. Yeah, that sounds like a thing you'd have. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me to learn that Libby put that in the wedding registry at some point, and then we got it over the course of all the... How can you not remember every single thing you got on your Well, wedding? no, no, no. You see, the problem is that I would, she would go to bridal showers, and I don't go to those, which not... If I was asked to, I would, and I did go to one, but... Uh, largely there just for the bride. So I didn't go. To I'm me. sorry. I, what? Um, I'm not married, obviously. Yeah. How many bridal showers? How many? Oh, how many? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it varies. It, it's kind of just really, it's, it can, it can vary. It depends. The, the, the thing that we had was like, Libby's got like, so her family did one. My family did one. Oh, and yeah. then, um, her, it's complicated, but her, like her godparents put one on basically. Oh, okay. So like there were three separate ones that ended up happening. Gotcha. It, it kind of just varies based on like family sizes and like maybe you have a big friend group and the friend group wants to put one on for you. Like it's just kind of a, yeah. it's a lot. That's fun. Good stuff. Good flick. Good flick. Yeah. But so we're anyway, getting, what we're were you distracted here. So as you, as you, did you see the, did you, maybe you didn't catch this one. Did you see what they put on the, this thing and say U-Haul? Oh, I'm going to go get some coffee real quick. Oh, okay. Um, I guess I'll guess I'll drink some coffee while he's gone. Monty Burns. Monty Burns. All right, that's much better. Anyway, go go on. Your description is going so I, I'm I'm loving it. You're doing such a good job of this. Oh, thank you. Well, I you know I I feel you know you ever do that thing where you ask a question uh, a couple times and the other person like doesn't hear you and then yeah. you just have to like say you just you feel awkward asking a third time it's mm-hmm. kind of where i'm so the, the of course on the on the side of the u-haul vehicle it says lil lugger yeah so, and that was another time that i i laughed out loud <laughs> wow oh wow yeah you're you're always love those like little little, little tiny jokes i don't really i don't use you. the term lol often but you boy, know did i hear i wish it would be used more i wish we would use it a little more you know a little more yeah yeah all right so uh so they they pack up their car in the little lugger and they they get going to cypress creek and they do of course the quick like so, so what's interesting here is they when you, you must have seen when they're going out of town is they they do the thing where like uh like everybody in town is basically they're saying bye 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 like they all they all say goodbye and they wave and so what the writers were saying is they actually were what they were attempting to do because this is back in the early days before like you know, you had a super big internet community was there like with a lot of information about production and all this kind of stuff was they're trying to make the fans think for a minute that the family was actually going to be moving to a new city to like basically do like a, a refresh, you know, to try and keep things fresh. Yeah. So they actually, you know, they, they were trying to make people think for just a little bit in this episode that maybe they were actually going to be in this completely new place. So it's kind of, that's why they did the whole like goodbye. And this, Oh, that kind of changes that for me. Like the that that episode. I I mean, obviously, I I know going on that they stay in Springfield, so I wasn't like expecting them to stay there. But uh-huh. huh, that's kind of fun. Yeah, you can imagine at the time, like I mean, it's just like because now, of course, you know, I mean, we I don't want to get into spoilery territory. There are things that happen in movies where you're just like, 
Well, I know that this isn't actually going to matter because I know that you know <laughs> they have scheduled this guy a has sequel. signed on for four for four movies or something. Like I know that he's going to be back. Like, yeah. But like back then, it, you you maybe wouldn't have had that information. You could be like, well, I don't think they're going to actually have him leave Stringfield. That'd be pretty crazy. But like you, there would still be a seed of doubt. Like, well, maybe I don't know. <laughs> but they go. They get into their new house. Of course, it's a super nice house. Like a lot nicer than their their current one, and like who comes right away? But their boss, his new boss, uh, Hank Scorpio. So this this guy is voiced by um, I can't remember, of course, off the top of my head. Al uh, Al Brooks. Al Brooks. Why Albert does that Brooks. sound familiar? Um, he's he's um, he's Marlin in Finding Nemo and Finding Dory. Oh, okay. He's in a lot of other stuff. Yeah, he's too, got that voice. I hear it. And I mean, you just heard it when we watched it. So like, yeah, but I didn't associate it with Marlon. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, uh, yeah, Hank Scorpio, he uh, he comes and he brings him a fruit basket, and he's kind of a wild guy, isn't he? Like he, they kind of apparently a lot of his work was ad lib, just because Albert Brooks is just like just a funny, smart guy. My favorite joke here is he he says, "Do you like my do you like my moccasins? <laughs> uh, uh, if, if you do, there's a pair upstairs for you, and if you don't, uh." Then I, I don't like him either. Uh, get out of here, moccasins. And he throws his moccasins out and he goes, Homer, have you ever seen anybody say goodbye to a shoe? And Homer, Homer, he does this, like, it's just a good delivery. He goes, <laughs> once. And it's just like, <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> so that's how we're introduced to Hank Scorpio. And uh, smash cut. Well, probably not smash cut. But cut to uh, Homer's first day at this new Globex Corporation. Um, and so the thing that's going to, we're going to have to, I'll try and keep it brief here. Cause everybody does sort of have their own mini storyline, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll start with maybe we'll, we'll go, we'll just jump around a little bit, but it, so the first day Homer goes in. Oh, so it's the Homer side story is maybe my favorite of them. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it's where the most of the meat is for sure. Yes. Um, you almost, you would, you, you know, you might even call it like, you could even call it like the, the a plot, the main really, story. Yeah. You, I mean, but you know, there are you these know, we're all side distracting stories side stories, but life, you know, what's I'm sorry. What'd you say? I said we're all side stories in somebody else's life. Yeah. You who know? can't who can't help but play Skyrim and be like, well, I guess I got to go over here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We've all been there. Fuck off. Uh, <laughs> uh, shit. Al- Alduin. Alduin. No. Alduin's the guy you're trying to kill, right? What are those guys up at the or, top no. of the mountain? Called? Hold on. Is it Alduin? Alduin is the dragon. Yeah, it definitely sure. is. Well, yep, the, that's the one you're trying to kill. There's also yeah. Fuck off, Alden. Uh, I'm gonna go over here and collect cheese for this person. Yeah, important. I gotta yeah. go get a bunch of cabbages. Cabbages. My cabbages. <clears throat> so uh, Homer goes in, and they have some they have some fun interactions as uh, Hank Scorpio sort of introducing him around the the plant. Uh, another good moment where he asks Homer to hang up his coat. Homer looks around. Of course, there's nowhere to hang up the coat. And so we look, he looks back at Hank Scorpio and says, he's just like, ha that was just a fun joke. Uh, besides I didn't even give you my coat. And it, you look at Hank Scorpio and Homer's no longer wearing Hank Scorpio's or like holding Hank Scorpio's jacket. And Hank Scorpio is wearing his jacket, but backwards indicating he must've put it back on very quickly. <laughs> so like, it's literally on the front, like the back of the coat is on the front of his body. It's another, yet another laugh out loud moment. So uh, he takes Homer into his, this like little office where there's three guys who are working and you get, he says that Homer's going to be managing these three guys. And Hank gets a, a phone call uh, where he, he it seems like it's a troubled phone call. Something's gone wrong. Uh, what does he 
Um, this is where my notes aren't helping me here. Uh, what does what does he say is wrong? Uh, the chimps got loose. No, I'm no, I'm. That's what I wrote. Why did? Well, I don't know. Maybe I misheard it. I you know what? I, I might have misheard it. You know. Okay, hold on. He says, Homer, I have to go. Somebody ate my lunch. And he looks around very suspicious. Did you mean maybe heard something like ape? Yeah. Ape something. That must maybe. have been it. Drew, are you okay? Hey, go see a doctor. I'm worried about your These hearing. allergies, I tell you what, are fucking killing me. Mm. It is the worst. Yeah. Um, another good quick moment. Homer Homer starts to ha- try and manage. He basically, he literally just says, hey, are you guys working hard? And they say, yeah. And he says, could you work harder? And they say, yeah, you bet, sir. And then they just start typing faster. And that's, and he looks very pleased with himself. Yeah. So smash cut. Smash cut. Smash. To, uh, smash we're going to go over button. Lisa's storyline here a little bit. Lisa's just having a great time. She's exploring the woods. And a couple of things happen to her. First, she's she meets a squirrel, and she loves the squirrel, and she keeps walking a little bit, and she sees an owl, and she says, hello, Mr. Owl. Uh, and then she starts skipping and singing a little song, la, la, la. And then you see the owl swoop down and pick up the squirrel and kill it. Uh, um, it's a good moment. It's funny. So this uh, The Lisa side, the side thing might be my favorite of the, of the yeah. Oh, so you're not... You're not got to switch from being a Homer fan. Oh, did I? No, I mean the Lisa one. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, then she, um, we're just going to kind of skip a little bit. Hers is, yeah. you know, hers just is like probably Lisa. the shortest, but has the most heart. Uh, she does. Uh, she ends up also smelling a bunch of flowers and Drew. Yeah. What happens to her? You can relate to this. What happens? She starts she sneezing. Some... Yeah, exactly. You got it because you watched it. Yeah. Um, yeah, she gets allergies, and she's allergic to fucking everything in the forest, and she's oh, miserable. I tell you what, that's the worst. Feel you, Lisa. I related to her. That's why it's my favorite. Yeah. See, yeah, yeah you and Lisa uh, cut from the same cloth, I think. Yeah. Bart, on the other hand, what Bart's doing is going to school. And what, so another little behind-the-scenes thing that uh, is, so you, they walk into the school, and you see the sign. It's like uh, Cypress Hills Elementary School or whatever. And below it, it just has a website. Does that is that funny to you? The website? Yeah, I mean, it just says it's just like studynet.edu. Is that funny? Is that a is that a thing? Studynet is like. What do you mean? Damn, I can't go to that website. Why not? I, I just try. It's it's broken. Didn't work. Huh. I don't even know if it's studynet.edu to be honest. Oh, okay. It's something like that though. But the the actual seriously funny thing is they were like back in 1996 it was it was funny that a school would have a website. Like oh, why really? would a school have a website? I mean, I think that's the joke. That was that they were like I know they, they in the commentary are like I know it doesn't make sense anymore, but back then it would have been very humorous the oh. idea that a school would have a website. Or Whoa. like it would have been humorous or like Wow, they're so their school is so advanced that they have a goddamn website that then like so it's sort of like a wait what year is this ninety six ninety six I I wow that's weirdly it's not that it didn't age well it's just like society aged past it I guess yeah it's like it's not it's not advanced or cool or funny anymore that a school would have a website it's just like yeah literally like every school has a website now <laughs> huh yeah. Simpsons wow. did it. Yeah, I didn't know? even that 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 I'm glad you pointed that out. That just flew right past me. I was just <laughs> I was just yeah, like Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm glad we're doing this cuz I'm starting to get the idea that maybe a lot of this flew flew past you for some reason. Yeah, a lot of sorry. blinking. It's the allergies. Yeah, the damn, you know. 
I, also, Tanner's my totem, so I don't. Yeah, I don't think you're really well falling apart here. You're not sure if this is a dream or if this is real. So, real quick, Homer's do. We're gonna go jump back. To, oh, we've got to talk about Bart a little bit. Um, Bart's storyline. Did you like it? Yeah, it was probably one of my favorites. Yeah, I mean, or of my the, favorite of the four. Yeah, you know what I'm. You know what, Drew? I'm starting to get the impression here that maybe really you're a big enjoyed, fan of all four stories. Yeah, really enjoyed the episode. Yeah, you loved it, and yep. that's, that's good to hear because. I really like this episode, too. Yeah. Um, you said this was one of your favorite ones. It really is. And so I wanted to watch it because I, I appreciate you as a friend. <laughs> well, I, and I appreciate that you, you yeah. did this for me. Bart's uh, storyline, of course, is he goes in and like all these students are in his grade are way more advanced than he is. And he can't like so like he can't keep up. So he gets put in the remedial class with a kid who wants to start fires and a kid who's a kid who just says, I'm Canadian, so they thought I was slow, eh? So he's not dumb. He's just Canadian, and so they thought he needed to go to the remedial class. Um, so he's stuck in this 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 class that's far below his skills, and he can't even get in trouble because all the other kids are worse than him. So that's sort of like his storyline. Um, there's some good goofs in there, but I think we should just in the in the name of time, we'll jump back to the the meat, the Homer. Homer is feeling pretty good about his job. He's feeling like he's motivating people. And he, they go to downtown Cypress Hills and he sees, they see a sports collectibles uh, shop and he sees something that he's pretty excited about. What did he, um, what did he get, Drew? I mean, that's a funny joke in itself. Who collects sports stuff? And, and you know, that's what I was thinking. Like, I, maybe that's one of those jokes that also didn't age super well. Like, or, or like those things that like maybe back then they did. And now it's just like, who would all, who would want that kind of crap? Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, what was the question? Oh, uh, what did he, what did Homer want to buy from the sports collectible shop? Uh, probably, uh, I mean, uh, it was a Dallas Cowboy football. I, I think maybe, um, no, it was, it was Tom Landry's hat. Well, I didn't know who Tom Landry was. So I f- figured that was. So you thought it was a football. Yeah. Are your eyes sealed up? Yeah, these allergies. I'm just watering from the from the eye holes. Hey, Drew, you um, you watched the episode, right? Uh, I'm sorry, you cut out there. Um, Drew, you watched. We the better episode, just move right? on with uh, your your story description. All right, all right, Drew. So Homer goes in. You watched the episode, right, Drew? Drew, why aren't you answering me? Uh, it's the allergies. Um, but what did um, what was Marge doing? Talk, let's talk about that. You know, that actually is a good question. It's kind of funny. Hers is probably the shortest storyline you probably picked. And is my favorite. Uh, I don't know if they just ran out of stuff for Marge. I can't remember. They. I wonder if they just didn't really have anything for Marge to do. But it, that actually is kind of her storyline is that she is usually the one who's home cleaning the house and making food and watering the garden and doing all the stuff at home. But the home is all automated. So she doesn't have anything to do. So she's like, so she starts to drink wine uh. and they try, they try and make it into this huge thing. Well, they... They pr- they kind of mock that it would be a huge thing. So like she sits down and pours one glass of wine and sips it, and there's this big dun dun dun. <laughs> um, but then another later laugh she out says, loud moment for me. Yes. Uh huh. Um, I watched later the episode. She says, I, I I don't know. There's nothing for me to do. I just drink. I've drank a glass of wine a day. And they said, I I, I know you're supposed to drink. Doctors say you're supposed to drink one and a half, but I just can't drink that much. So really, <laughs> she's. Her story is just that she doesn't have anything to do, and so she drinks a glass of wine. That's all you can do with that, I guess, with Marge. We've all been there. Yeah. So Homer 
goes, uh, his team's starting to get a little overworked. Uh, and so his solution for that is to get them hammocks, which are comfy and good, can help them get a little rested. Yeah, I Scorpio. love a good hammock. Yeah, we, we, we haven't broken out the hammock yet this year, but... Uh, you have a hammock? The, the frame is out there. We oh, just have I've a, seen that. I just figured that was used for boat building. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, you, 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 what you got to do, get yourself one that you can use for both. Oh, a boat hammock. Well, if you get hammock. a boat in there, it's sort of like a nice wooden hammock that you can sort of sit in. Oh, that's so nice. Not so not as comfy, though. No, you put a bunch of pillows in there. Yeah, oh. Yeah. All right, all right. Scorpio is on board with his hammock idea. Helps tells him where he can he can go to the hammock district. They have a they have a little run here that is apparently Al Al Brooks like improving this like hammock thing. It's pretty funny. I it's 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 good. Uh, and but before they can finish talking, Scorpio gets interrupted by some urgent business. He has this huge TV that comes out of his wall. Yeah. And the TV turns on, and well, who who of course is on it? Drew. Who? Oh, this is where the chimps come in. Well, okay, so I Drew. Now, you, don't you? That's you shouldn't call the United Nations Security Council chimps. I know you sometimes don't agree with. There are a bunch of monkeys over there, you know. I know you don't agree with their decisions sometimes, but you really should. You should have some respect for them. No, I will so not. So, of course, the the United Nations Security Council comes up on the screen, and uh, Scorpio tells them that they have seventy two hours to meet his demands, or he's gonna use a doomsday device on the east coast of the United States. Dun, dun, dun. I, I know. How did you like how did you like that twist? What a twist. I mean, he kind of rubbed me wrong the whole time. I mean, with the last name like Scorpio, like pfft. it is kind of like funny. It is like they do sort of set that hint up like something's weird. Yeah. Uh, and to sort of prove he's serious, he blows up a, a bridge, the 59th Street Bridge outside of their uh, window on the, the Security Council side. And the they have a little back and forth on the Security Council side where one person says, ah, maybe that was just coincidence. And the other one says, no, we can't take that chance. And the first guy says, you you always say that. I want to take a chance, <laughs> which I thought was was funny. There's another laugh out loud moment. <laughs> yeah, I bet that was a laugh out loud moment for you, Drew. Mm hmm. I'm sure you laughed a lot out loud yeah. when you watched this with me. Mm -hmm. For me. For me. I was going to say, you weren't there. Jeez, are you feeling all right, Nate? <laughs> Who? Maybe I have the allergies. Yeah. Yeah. Let's think about that. So uh, we cut to a later moment. Uh, and who do we see but a, a secret agent held on to a table by shackles uh, called Mr. Bont. So it's almost like Bond, but they used T at the end of, instead of D. Oh, you know, that one slipped by me, too. <laughs> I think I think genuinely they probably just couldn't use Bond. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. They do some other weird stuff sometimes where they're like, they don't, they choose not to, in later seasons, they choose not to use the real name, even though, like, they could. I don't know. Maybe they're fear of the fear of litigation, but whatever. Um, but. Mr. So they're doing the pretty stereotypical. They're now that the 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 shoes dropped. They've they're leaning into the Scorpio as a, a super villain. I mean, you got it uh, at this point. The cat's out of the bag. So the laser is doing the thing where he's on the table and the laser is like slowly moving up to cut Bonds in half. Um, it always starts in the worst place. Like yeah, going right, right like up he, between the legs. At least just kill me first. At least. Ugh kill my brain so i don't have to feel anything else i mean maybe that's the point i don't know i get probably i mean they're super villains so that kind of seems like a thing they'd go for so how now scorpio walks away from does the super villain thing where he says you're, you're gonna i expect you to die and he just walks away starts to walk away now how does james bond to get out of those shackles drew the well <clears throat> excuse me 
It's weird that you always seem to have to cough whenever I ask um, you a question. This is when the monkeys come in. Oh, well, now I mean, is this now he does pull a quarter out of his pocket and he flings it up at the laser and it splits into four different ways and cuts off every one of his. That's what I meant. Shackles. I'm sorry. Are you is... saying that George Washington was like a politician and is therefore a monkey? Yes. Okay. Yeah. You know, he did make some questionable decisions, but he is the fa- one of the founders of our country, Drew. So maybe you should have some respect. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of what I thought. You're getting a lot, you're speaking out of turn here. Yeah. So he so he starts to run away, and Scorpio yells for Homer to tackle him, which Homer does. So good job, Homer. You tackle hey, James boy. Bond. That Homer Simpson. <laughs> and it's funny. Scorpio says that he thanks him for a job well done. And says when he gets home that day, there will be an extra floor on his house. So that's nice. Well, hey. I know. That's some now, benefits that I didn't the, think I would ever need. the crux of the episode. Yes. We get back. This is it right here. I've been all waiting these, for this. All four, all four storylines converge again. And yeah. everyone tells Homer that they fucking hate Cypress Creek and they want to go back to Springfield. <laughs> Marge yeah. has nothing to do. Lisa's allergies to killing her. Bart feels like he can't do anything at school. And yeah, uh, but the family's like, well, we'll do whatever you want to do. But Homer, of course, he's, he's a good dad. He goes back to Scorpio uh, to basically say that he needs to leave. Uh, but <laughs> while this is happening, uh, the base, the Globex Corporation is like under assault by U.S. military. <laughs> So like there's like in the background of this huge room in this scene that they're having, there's like guns firing and explosions happening. And there's at one part, there's a for some reason, a woman in like a bikini who is like breaks some guy's neck with her with her legs. It's like a whole thing. Uh, There's a lot going on. But Homer, of course, says that he needs to leave. Uh, Scorpio uh, initially wants him to stay, says they'll go. No, stay with me. We'll go bowling. Um while there's explosions happening in the background. Uh, but then in the end, they, they decide that Homer's got to do what's best for his family. And he tells them that of course on, on, on your way out, if you wanted to kill some people, I'd really appreciate it. Um, <laughs> we, we don't see that. So no. maybe, it but we assume, I mean, I assume Homer did. Yeah. I mean, Homer's bloodthirsty. <laughs> you can see his eyes just go red when he says that he can kill somebody. It's pretty great. So, so that's the episode, right? Almost. We're almost oh. there. Yeah. They oh, go, yeah, 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 yeah. For, you know, there's about a little this. stinger. There's a little stinger. They go home. Their house is still abandoned. Their lawn is about three feet long. Oh, boy, you hate that. You, you hate that. But like, because I mean, but can you imagine how good it would feel to cut it all down? Oh, boy. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that would feel pretty good. There's no greater joy. Yeah. There's actually, you see a paper, they see a newspaper that says that Scorpio succeeded and actually did su- <laughs> seize control of the entire East Coast. Um, so I, that is never how oh, you hate to see that. I mean, I, you, yeah, but I mean, I'm also sort of happy for him. You yeah. Know? Rooting for him, I guess. I mean, continuity fail, though. Yeah. Uh, you never see, they never address that again. Oh, like in the course of the show, they yes, never address that. Scorpio Simpsons is known for their continuity. Yeah, I mean, you know, normally they're every detail is right in line, but this is the one time that they they fucked up. Yeah, no, they they definitely don't have like eight hundred different origin stories for how Homer and Marge met. So, do they really? Uh, well, they do this thing where they're like, "All right, Homer and Marge met, or like got together at this time, but also apparently they met when they were kids, but also apparently they met at another time in college." Like it's just like, or I mean. 
I'm sort of being a little unfair. It's not always that they met. They just keep like putting in, ah, yes, but see, they did actually have something that connected them before that, like, and before that, and before that, like there's all, they just kept throwing in connections. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. But Wolf Stinger, he sees that there's a, there's a note for him and it's, it's, uh, it's from Scorpio, of course. Um, and it says that he, he appreciated that all, all Homer did for him. And here's a little, little something, uh, from Scorpio to Homer. Um, and what, um, what is waiting outside for him? The monkeys. Now I don't know. I didn't know you were such a sports nut, but it is the Denver Broncos. Oh, see, I'm not and good at sports. Bunch, bunch of monkeys out there on the field. Am I right? I actually thought it was the Denver monkeys. I don't know much about football. Oh, I see. You just misheard. You thought when they said Broncos that they actually said monkeys. Yeah. Well, yep. Yep. I actually thought they said rompos because those <laughs> monkeys are romping around. <laughs> um, Homer is, of course, sad. Uh, yeah. He says it's not the same as owning the Dallas Cowboys. And Mar- Marge thinks it's pretty good. But Homer sighs and says that she doesn't understand football. And I'll be honest. I don't really understand football, so this joke is is lost on me Fell flat. to that extent. But for us, for us, for us who definitely watched the episode, yeah. So, um, Drew, I guess, um, give me your thoughts on the episode as a whole. Well, as I said, the it had a good moral, and that's home is where yeah, the well, heart is. You know, you can't. You you only have one hometown. You know. Oh, brother, Homer, <laughs> where the heart is. I guess I kind of fuck. I guess I kind of hate that you were able to actually pull out a real moral. <sighs> Damn you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Drew. You didn't watch the episode, did you? No, I did not. I did not watch the episode. I I always got real God busy. Damn, Just really God busy. I'm, I'm playing Assassin's Creed, you know. <sighs> Can we just end this fucking episode? That's even the point. Well, I mean, I, 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 I worked very hard, Nathan, to try and make it seem like I did actually do the work that you required of me. But I guess you're being a little whiny baby. And well, I mean, you did. I mean, I guess in the end, you did get the message anyway. I mean, it wasn't kind of hard. What the most important thing was <laughs> it wasn't hard to pick a, a, a moral to the story out of that. And yeah, I don't know. But, you know, but now you get it. You know, I was that's that's why I wanted you to watch this episode because I, I thought maybe you just needed that moral. Well, yeah. Uh, also, I've got some other exciting news. Oh, yeah. Um. So when we publish this episode, it's not our official episode sixty nine, but it will be the sixty ninth episode that we have published. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Right here. Hell this is number yeah. sixty nine. Kinda. Nice. 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 Because we had fifty eight proper, ten bonus. Or no, 10 special editions and one bonus. So boom, right there. Brought oh. it home. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess we'll, we'll just wrap it up since yeah. you just, I guess, have other things to do. And I need to go watch a Simpsons episode. That's on my calendar for tonight. <laughs> uh, so this has been special edition number 10 of Headline Heroes. Oh, geez. I You got to thank Brett Jacobson. Oh, yeah, it's been. I'm sorry. I was just about to go into what I do. All right. Yeah. First off, we want to thank Brett Jacobson uh, for doing the wonderful art for our show. The thing you got to know about Brett, <laughs> ooh, the thing you got to know about Brett is that he's actually a linebacker for the uh, Dallas Rompers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. For the Dallas Rompers. Yeah. He um he's not that big. 
So it's really he's really out of place. But if you watch a game, you'll be able to pick him out. That's the kind of I sick. think he could be a good running back then. No, Tanner, if this is right, could you tell me? Um, as far as I know, that they're running back there and they got to be quick. So that's probably right. But the Dallas Rompers, they don't know what they're doing. They're like a bunch of chimps out there. <laughs> it's really a it's a it's a literal miracle if they ever make a a, a point. Yeah, if they ever score a point. Yeah, exactly. We also want to thank Carl Sorensen. Carl did all the music for our podcast, uh, the and all the post production of all the audio that he helps us with. Uh, Carl, actually, if you if you knew it, is also yellow, just like the Simpsons. So that's because he's very ill. And if you could donate money to us, that would be very helpful to help pay his hospital bills. Um, if you would like to work with Carl on any sort of musical project, or if you would like to, are interested in his yellow disease, not jaundice, it's something else entirely. Uh, you can go to carljsorensen.com. Uh, if you have any articles uh, that you would like us to discuss in any future episode where we actually um do what we usually do here um send them our way we have a twitter at headline underscore heroes an email headline heroes cast at gmail.com uh facebook group just search headline heroes and the subreddit r dash headline heroes post them there it's bumping uh we do have a voicemail that number is 319-596-6766 give us a call leave a voicemail we won't answer we promise um but if you have any questions comments what did you think of this Simpsons episode that you definitely watched that I watched? Yeah, just send them our way and we might play it on the on a future episode. Whatever podcast listening device you are, some app that you were listening to us on, that'd be awesome if you could subscribe to us. And while you're at us, leave us a review, whatever you think is fair. And finally, thank you for listening. And we hope you'll pick up the next issue of Headline Heroes. Headline Heroes.